Buckle up! This podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stemmed from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest's story. Welcome back for another episode of Talk Journey to Me. Today, I have the lovely Alexis Perry on. I'm so excited that she's here. Um, She actually was a lurker on Chrissy's group, and I found her from somewhere else to be able to help me with my website design, I feel like ages ago, but it was only like a couple months ago. Who knows? I don't even remember, but um, never even met her in person. And I'm so excited that she's here to talk to us today. So welcome on the show. Thanks, Clara. Thanks for having me. Um, I feel like we have met in person because we've become, you know, virtual friends just in you know, life friends now, right? Isn't that right. the power of the internet for sure? So It's crazy because this for sure wouldn't have happened like 20 years ago <laughs> when the phones were just coming out. Well, I'm thankful that um, technology has afforded us these kind of relationships for sure. Right. It's for sure amazing. So for anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do, tell us a bit more. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I'm Alexis. I'm in Roanoke, Virginia with my um, husband and my two children. And I'm the CEO of Mountain Cane Media. And I help uh, digital marketing agencies with their systems and operations and content creation. That's amazing. Everything like strategy and then literally whatever's in my brain, I feel like you just made it happen. And I was like, (laughs) oh, there it is. So if you need someone like that, reach out to Alexis. Um, But for the podcast purpose of um, we're going to talk about your journey or a part of your journey, because obviously mine has taken many episodes. um, But what part of your journey would you like to talk about today that you think's made an impact on your life the most? Yeah, that's a great question. And I really resonate with you on um, the different episodes of your journey because mine has also um, taken many turns, but I think that is the beauty of like a growth mindset, right? And um, just watching that journey unfold and being open to um, the pivots that happen, just fumbling through, right? So um I guess my, the start of the online space for me was when I was um, getting divorced from my rough draft husband, right? Because we, we all have a rough draft in life and um, needed to work from home because I have these two really cute kiddos. And, uh, and so I, I got spammed by a lot of ads for being a social media manager. And so I just dove into that head first and it worked Um, and I could stay home. And, um, and then, you know, you take all the jobs when you're first starting. And I was actually an art teacher once upon a time. So my love for art really translated well to the digital space because 
you know, we, we stopped the scroll for appealing graphics and, right. and I make those. Um, so it was kind of a natural start for me and that, but I didn't want to take all the jobs because I didn't love all the things. Um, and so I really refined, you know, to, to things that I loved and, um, my learner of life, it's the teacher in me and took a lot of classes. And then I found operations and, and now I've combined the two because I see content creation for your social media platforms as an operation, as a system and a formula. Mm-hmm. And so it seems I'm a data, a data nerd, right? <laughs> so that, that is how I've, um, you know, started out in this space and really pivoted to find what I love. And it's really through constant learning and, and um, being intrigued and open to, to learning new things and getting uncomfortable. Um, but I've also found that the journey in the online space is difficult and hard and something that you have to keep working to, right? Because I feel like once you, once you are starting an online business, um, there's a, a facade that the online space can present to you that, you know, you work hard for a few months and you'll make $10,000 immediately and, and you have to have all the software and, and create funnels and, and just dive into things that you might not be ready for, or you don't have the skill set for. And it really is a journey of, of business progression, right? Right. Um, and learning how to do that through your own values. And that's probably what I want to talk about the most today, just building a business that suits you for who mm-hmm. you are and the business fitting into your life, not fitting your life into your business. business. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. And Which even, we've done, right? Right. Even with the values, like I feel like if you, it, I mean, I've had numerous times where I feel like I've had to quote unquote fire a client. Um, just because they didn't fit into my values anymore, or they didn't even value my time or my effort that I put in. And it's, you have to make sure that you have that aligned from the very get go and have a clear understanding of what your values are. So you know where to draw the line, because if not, like you said, like you're gonna at the very beginning, I feel like everyone has that moment where they're like, all these offers come in and you're like, okay, I'm going to take all of these clients. And then you find out that like 50% of them don't even resonate with you. And you're like, I have to finish these projects. And I don't even know, like, I either don't have the information I need from the client or the client is blowing me up 24 seven and doesn't have any time management boundaries or the client's just a I now have a PETA clause, a pain in the ass clause, like <laughs> that I pay, like I charge you more because you're a pain in the ass. Like, and you either accept that you have to pay more or you just aren't one of my clients. So <laughs> that's where the values come into play. Yeah. So when I first started, right, like I, I jumped into the online space because it was a need for 
you know, survival almost taking care of my family and being able to support my kids and, and our household. But, you know, as I learned, I, I really learned that I needed to switch my intention for, and, and do some work, like some intrinsic work. What are my values in business? What are my boundaries? And, and doing that intentional work really, I saw a lot of growth because I knew more of who I was as a business owner and who I wanted to work with. Right. So you, you can have those kind of clauses <laughs> in your, in your business. And, um, and by doing this, I thought this was something that I think is super prominent in the corporate world, but I didn't come from corporate. So it was new for me, but to really dive into your mission, vision, and value statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a class, uh, the ops authority, the certified director of operations program with Natalie Gingrich. And it just was transformational for me. And, um, before we could do anything, we had to write our mission, vision, and values. And in doing that, I learned who I wanted to repel. Um, I set boundaries for, you know, I used to work at night just because I needed to scramble to get all those 50 projects that you mentioned (laughs) completed, right? But I don't do that so much anymore unless I want to. Now, you know, Mm-hmm. four o'clock I take a pause I homeschool so we do kid things sometimes homeschool is the zoo and I can tailor my boundaries to go to the zoo with my kids right mm-hmm. so um definitely if you haven't done mission vision and values for your own business I would um I'm gonna do art teacher assignments here and give you some homework. And to do that, um, your mission statement is your statement of purpose. Your vision statement is a vision of the future. And I found it easier to do a vision statement for my professional life and my personal life. And then your Mm -hmm. values, who do you want to repel? What do you stand for? Um, And those are really powerful. And now I make my clients do that too, before I even start working with them, just to know um, if we're going to be a a possible good fit. And it's also, I feel like with your profession, like you kind of need to know those from your client. And I feel like as I get clients, like I want to know those things because I want to know what they value or what they Like, I don't want the messaging to be wrong or set up a certain system that doesn't work for their actual, like, it doesn't make sense for the flow of things based on their values. They may not have that value of simplicity. They may want things to be complicated or have multiple steps. Um, So just knowing those from the beginning, I feel like help. So with going through like that course and everything, do you, with, not coming from the corporate world, do you think that like, like what are some main pros and cons you feel from not being able to come from the corporate world that may have like helped you along that you were like, I didn't have to deal with X, Y, and Z, but then B, you were like, well, this course really helped me with these things. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So, um, I'm a processor. One moment. I think that with that question, I'm hearing 
hearing, I, I don't need to hear anymore. I'm done processing. So <laughs> um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are accidental entrepreneurs, right? Like, you know, I talk to a lot of people and I'm in a great networking group um, with Laura Meyer and Kelly Roach called the advance. And really I'm just making connections. And many women that I am talking to are accidental entrepreneurs, right? And sometimes we just dive in and people that come from a corporate background, they have a foundation of different strategic objectives that, that a business is built on like, you know, operations and, a financial department, right? Like there are different ways to build a business. So your foundation is strong and you can scale for growth. Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't come from that. So when I dove in and I got spammed by these social media manager ads, I did it. I was in it to win it. It was working. But on the back end, I didn't have a back end of business. I just had a scramble to make it work and hope it kept working. And that wasn't a way to grow. And Mm -hmm. so that class really helped me look at some of these kind of corporate comparisons to, you know, get ahead of yourself. Let's just rein it on in a little bit and start making, I'm a solopreneur, I guess is the term. I have contractors I work with now because my business has grown. So I'm at that stage in business where I need a small team. But even as a solopreneur, you can have different departments. So like I love project management systems now, right? I'm nerding out on those, but in mine, I've got a financial department. I have a headquarters. I have a team operations department. And really all of these departments, quote unquote departments, are just filled up by me. (laughs) But when I'm ready to outsource that, I've taken the time to um, make something stable so I can just hand off to someone. Mm. And so (laughs) I think I I weaseled my way around that question. (laughs) No, Um, I think it's good because... I mean, you hit it on the head of like, you still have to have the systems in place. Even if you don't, aren't hiring a CFO right now, you Mm. still need to have that financial system of like, okay, on Mondays, I'm checking this on Tuesdays, I'm doing this on the 15th of every month, I have to turn in sales tax or whatever it looks like in your business, but you still have to have those systems in place in those processes Because if not, you're literally going to be trying to catch all with only two hands. And And that is the way that I was able to fit business into my life, not Mm -hmm. life into my business. And so it made all the difference. Mm -hmm. I feel like when people have that mindset of if they are leaving corporate world or if they are a stay at home mom or just want out of the situation they're in and want to start their own business, like they have to have the mindset of I'm going to get it done, but I, I have a reason and I have a why of why I'm doing it because if not, you're really just going to fill up your schedule with clients 
or with extra busy work. And then you're going to just feel drained because you don't have any time to yourself or your family or your pets or anything. Right. Which all leads back to mission, vision, and values, right, Clara? If you don't know your why, why are you, why are you grinding? So, Mm -hmm. so let me tell you my personal why. Um, I already homeschooled before COVID. Um, So that wasn't, you know, we're we're talking journey, right? And a lot of people had a huge journey pivot Mm -hmm. with COVID and homeschooling, but, um, you know, happy for us, we were already doing that. So it wasn't as like dramatic. It wasn't as shock worthy. Yeah. Right. Um, but we already homeschool and I'm building a remote business and I hope to live in a bus after I pay off my debt from my school loans. Right. But I'd love to live in like a, um, they're called schoolies. So you can go on Pinterest and go down the rabbit hole and check them out because they're incredible, but we hope to just like road school for, you know, six months at a time or however long, whatever way the cookie crumbles. And, and, um, that has been a dream of mine for, since I started this. Um, but now like we're actually shopping for the bus or the, you know, maybe just a fifth wheel or something, but so that's so like it, it's happening, right? And because of that financial pillar that I um, started to establish, um, I have been able to do some saving and and make some of this um, personal why this personal vision happen. So you'll see me on the road, everyone. I'll let you know. <laughs> you better come to Ohio. I would love to come to Ohio. It is very flat there. I, I remember. Um, There's some hills coming from Virginia. You'll go through some hills, but yeah. Well, you know, mountain came media. I, I named my business after mountains for a reason because I love them. So I will, I will say hello to you on my way to the big mountains over in the West. Yep. that'll be amazing. I mean, and even just how do you think you've made an impact on your little ones of like showing them that you set this goal and you're now achieving it? Like, how do you think that's going to like impact them? Or have you seen anything from them of they're like, we're really doing this? Like, yeah, that's, that's really great because I do hope to model entrepreneurship, um, for them. And, um, they just know I work on the computer a lot, but we talk a lot about like balance for, um, you know, work and play and saving Mm -hmm. and spending. And then they kind of understand, but we own a snowball stand. So, uh, that gives them a real like firsthand look at, um, what's, entrepreneurship looks like like they Mm -hmm. Ava takes the orders with me we have a system for abbreviation she gets the syrups help make the ice and and you know so she's like working and I'm ready for her to be able to take that over but we're not there yet (laughs) but um so that is is entrepreneurship and there I will really help her you know, when she works that, that money will be hers, but we will, we will 
do our own like financial pillar there for her of saving and spending. So, right. Um, I think they're influenced by hard work and seeing the balance of work and play. I hope. I love it. I think they are. I mean, she's just, you're like, well, child labor laws weren't a thing like this would be a gig. Like, and she does, like she made the graphics for it and she, she helps at the events and like, you can just see kind of the passion from her that she likes that. And that obviously like, it's not, it's not just ingrained in her. Like you had to have taught her that or that yeah. she sees it on your end. So you're doing, you're doing a great job, mom. Thanks. <laughs> it's definitely a journey, right? We could, right. we can talk a whole nother journey about homeschooling and life, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah. So, um, with the impact on others, if someone in my network wants to reach out and work on their mission and vision and um, values, or if they are in dire need of some strategy with content or operations, um, where can they reach you? Oh, that's a great question. So I am starting a Facebook group. Uh, you can, you can join me there uh, at this URL, it's DIY social strategy group.com. And that'll just forward you right on into Facebook. Um, and then we can continue the conversation there. It's amazing. Love it so much. Um, I appreciate you so much for being on the show today. And I I'm so grateful for all of the episodes that I've been able to record and super excited for my listeners to keep listening. Thanks for having me, Clara. It's been a pleasure.